Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fictional. We are a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. We'll talk about TV shows, movies, books, anything where stories are involved. But it doesn't stop there. We want to get you, the listener, involved as well. So if you have a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. So until then, strap in. It's story time. Hello and welcome to, to stories. Hey. Yeah? Quiet, you. Oh, Quiet. Are you doing the whole thing? You do the intro every single episode. Right. The, fans have spoken. the fans have spoken and they want me to do this intro. Okay. Take it away. Welcome to the Joe Rogan. No, you can. <laughs> welcome to stories, the true and the fictional. I am Ryan. I am. Is this where I speak? I'm allowed to speak now? I'm allowed to speak now. I am Jamie. Thank you. Okay. okay, you can speak now, considering the last few <laughs> interviews I've said a lot. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rubberfish Media will be very happy that I'm talking. Hey, but, um... Media. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for all our new YouTube subscribers and viewers. And Yep. We're almost at a 1,000, so, you know, get your mum, your dad, your dog, your, your spider in the corner. It's a lot, well, maybe not spiders because I don't like them, but get everyone you can to like and subscribe to our whoa, YouTube channel. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you saying that spiders aren't allowed to watch our show? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Spider lives don't matter. Um, will I get rid of Spider-Man then? No, Spider-Man. A man-spider hybrid is fine. <laughs> man-spider hybrid. What about this from the, the classic, the animated series, Spider-Man? Um, where nope. No? No? Where nope. he doesn't turn into a giant spider? Nope. No? He's not nope. allowed? Nope. So Spider-Man, not man-spider. Exactly. Okay, cool. We're exactly. on the same page. We're on the same page. But yes, thank you to all our new subscribers. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for Ryan's blowing kisses to the camera. I am. To all of you out there. Yes. Well, um, I don't know. I think this is the part where we go, hey, Ryan, you got any jokes? See, this is why I don't let you talk on the podcast. I know. It's got to flow, mate. It's got to flow. Yes, okay. I have some dad jokes. Jamie, look, I was on news.com.au, not really, but I was on the website looking up some news stories. And did you hear the latest about Lindsay Lowen? No, I didn't. Wow. So Lindy Lowen was bitten by a snake on holiday in Thailand. Mm-hmm. Now, I just don't even understand how the snake begins to plan a trip like that, but... <laughs> Get it? Snake on... No, Thank no, you. I... Oh, the applause is deafening. It is deafening. Thank They're not you. being like, paid to do that at all. Ladies and gentlemen, that just, just you know. Uh, you know what? You know, I found out an interesting fact about an envelope. No matter how many times you push an envelope, it'll always be stationary. Okay, Thank I'll you. give you that one. Thank you. I'll give you that one. I appreciate that. You know, I work, I work hard on scrolling these, get, scrolling these um, jokes two minutes after we start the episode. You so come some, on. You got some calluses on your fingers from all the flicking? I have, man. And look, believe. Look, a famous quote is "Believe in yourself, even when no one else will." Do you know who said that? The Sasquatch. Abraham, 
Oh, yes, I saw that one. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Applause. Give, give, give the crowd a guide. Okay. Up yeah. again. Up again. Uh, you're a conductor. Um, tell us a story, Jamie. <laughs> okay. I have a story to tell, and it is a good one. And it comes from the wonderful land of the UK. Headline is police rush to scene after seeing feet sticking out of a carpet only to find a mannequin <laughs> so basically there's this car going down the m11 or whatever it is and they found so like someone drove past and saw some feet sticking <coughs> out of some rolled up carpet yeah i get, I get and, you there. and then they and then the cops were called and they were like oh it's just a mannequin <laughs> lucky they didn't check the other um carpet <laughs> yes well it depends on i would be more checking the men that were involved in the moving of said carpet um, just in case they look like uh, mafioso types or something like that. Yeah, well, it didn't say that. It just The cops just said, hey, next time, just, just you know, think about what you're doing. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> um, yeah, because that would be another awkward yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was our uh, little story. Uh, yeah. Sounding like a quagmire. I was wondering, what, what's going on with you tonight? Seriously. Like... That, uh, we're flying at uh, 40,000 feet. Uh... <laughs> Listeners, if you're annoyed as much as I am with that noise, please send us an email at trueandthefictional at gmail.com. And you can tell by Ryan's sincerity because he got the email right. I did, but I managed to get it on my specific show, not ours. <laughs> Oh, I see. So you, you're well practiced. No, no, no. I'm gonna. I, I look. I've, I've reached that achievement. So yes. I will be keeping that up. Um, yes. Shout out to Ryan's new show, um, storytelling through wrestling. It's got a you know wrestling lovers or lovers of wrestling. Check yeah. it out. It's on our YouTube feed. Yep. And I put it together. I edited it, and it uh, looks quite well, and it's nice and pretty. And uh, I chose a theme song that Ryan said, "Yeah." Yes, it's very, very good, very suitable logo and theme song and uh, imagery. By and Jane. I still don't know anything about wrestling. Because <laughs> you watch the episode, if you'd watched the episode, you would know about wrestling. Oh, I watched the episode. And I said, I understand these words, but now I'm learning names. You look at the big ladies and gone, I would have a nice coffee with her and her. I don't drink coffee, but sure. Um, what do you say we dive into today's topic? What is today's topic, Jamie? Well, it is a whole lot of interesting uh, WTF stories from people that work at the zoo. So, yes, uh, little kitties, block your ears, because some of these are a little risque. Mm -hmm. um, even for Ryan. And, uh, if, our, if our friend Chris Park... Was I can't thinking, hear you. Okay. I can't on. hear you. Ryan's blocking his ears. I can lip read. But if Chris Park was here, he'd be saying, like, what, what is this children's program? Um. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question before we dive in, Jamie. If you yep. could steal any animal from the zoo, what would you steal? Oh, cheetah. Why? Because they're a big cat. And they're the only cat that, or the only wild cat, you know, the, um, of, the, of the large variety that... If you domesticated them, they would behave like a house cat. Okay. Interesting. And I just think it'd be cool to have a giant cat 
that does the the, the thing you know then you want to crawls on your bed and gets ah uh, they call that making biscuits yes yes making biscuits the dough, yes imagine I that panda a pan- really i don't i don't know if the panda would want to go though they're pretty lazy yeah. no no it's, uh, I've been, i'm i'm a connoisseur of um pandas i watch uh, i watch a lot of panda videos and they make me laugh and they make me smile, and I think it'd be nice to just have someone to roly poly around on the floor with when oh, I've had a hard day at work. Will you put it like a like a, a little Jack Black um, voice box in? No, so Kung Fu Panda. No, I would just look, I would just use my telepathic abilities to find out what the panda's saying. You know what? Since we're, since we're on the zoo, I think I might re- revisit that story I told once upon a time. It was a long long time ago, in one of the early episodes. How. My sister, it wasn't my sister. My sister's a teacher, but she knows a teacher at a school and the whole kindergartens and the young children of the school went to an excursion to, I think it was Tronga Zoo. Mm-hmm. And one of the children got into the um, penguin enclosure and shoved a penguin in its jacket and then uh, got all the way, I think, 10 minutes from the school. And a teacher turns around and looks at what's in your jacket. <laughs> and there's a, there's a penguin. So it's like an hour and 15 minute drive from the zoo. But yeah. And then they had to take the, they had to take the penguin back. But you know, that's a, that's a true story. And then as they were, you know, putting the penguin back, the, uh, the little <laughs> kid snuck in and stole another one. <laughs> another two. <laughs> but yeah, uh... kids. Well, there you go. Kids will do the darndest things, right? Oh, we can't say that. No, no. That's a Bill Cosby show. We don't support no, Bill I said, Cosby. I said, no. No. I said, do. He said, say. Oh, okay. There's a fine line. Is it? Yes, there is. Where? I don't know. This is going nowhere. Let's get into the article. Um. <laughs> The views expressed by Jamie on this podcast story is true and the fictional are not, not represented by Ryan at all in any way, shape, or form. There you go. Le- le- legality covered. Yeah, that's it. Um, I'll get the lawyers onto that. All right. Let's crack right in. And yep. for those on YouTube, I will bring it up on the screen so you can read along. For those on the listening devices, just listen in carefully and uh, you'll learn something uh, funny from the Zoom. For those on the listening devices, put it down and get on YouTube and watch the video. Unless you're driving. Yeah, stop, pull over, watch the video, and then keep driving. If you're jogging, I want to see you do that. I want to see you run and watch a YouTube video. No, no, if you're jogging, find a park, a nice romantic park, beautiful, blissful day with a bit of wind and a lovely summer's breeze, (laughs) and sit down and watch the video and then get up and start running again. Cool. All right. And then go to the zoo. Um, (laughs) Take it away, Ryan. Okay. Number one is called You Learn Stuff in the Outback. Okay. So this is from a user on this website called Big Peeler. Hmm. Uh, I've got a number of great stories from my year at the St. Louis Louis Zoo. Once a pack of four stray dogs got onto the zoo grounds, security tried for a couple of days to catch them all to no avail. The dogs attacked and killed a small... Oh, this is not very nice. And killed a small antelope one night. Uh, during summer, we would leave leave certain animals out all night with the door open and allow them to go in and out. Since the dogs were loose on the grounds, we had orders to get all animals inside. We were able to get all of our assigned animals in, except for the kangaroos for some reason. The boomers, males, 
kept hurting the rest of the herd against the far wall of the yard. No matter how hard we tried, we just couldn't get the whole herd to cooperate. We left them outside, crossed our fingers and went home. Really responsible. Uh, early the next morning, we walked to the antelope house to find all of the roos in their cage. And all were standing very alert and looking out the door into the yard. We also noticed that four or five of the boomers had blood on their feet and four paws. We ran into the yards expecting to find a dead kangaroo or two. We found four dead dogs. Wow. Hoorah. Yep. Wow. This is, this is a really upbeat one you picked out, Jamie. Just... Well, hey, kangaroos, kangaroos defending their own, man. Come on. Yeah, but I'm an animal lover. Yeah, but stray dogs, do you know how brutal they are? Yeah, pretty vicious. Like, like ridiculously vicious. Yeah. Um, this one next, this next one is called Offensive Ocelots from Athena Nicothorus. One of our ocelots would eat anything and everything, even though he has a sensitive stomach and knows he'll puke. His speciality <laughs> is catching opossums or squirrels and eating everything but the head which he carefully positions in full view for the public next morning. <laughs> wow, I really should have proofread this article before we decided to do it. Why? It's hilarious. Wow. I mean, you were, talk- you were talking about serial killers last time, and, you know, no, yeah, and you were people, driving... We all know people are effed in the head, but these are animals. And, and animals aren't effed in the head? They're no, they're not. They're beautiful creatures. You've been watching too many Disney movies, mate. Oh, I love Disney movies. <laughs> The next one, let's hope it's a little more lighter. It's called A Hard Rock Life. Dwayne the Rock Drop note. Uh, during penguin nesting season, I once saw a rock hopper couple who had built a nest way up high at the top of the mountain of rocks. The lady of the house decided that she needed to redecorate the home and sent the male to find a suitable rock to add to the decor, or the decor, however you say it. Uh, as he hopped down the rocks, he was squashed, squawked at and pecked at by se- several other rock hoppers with nests getting beat up all the way down to the ground where he started looking for pebbles. He found one he liked and ascended up the mountain to once again brave the very territorial, biting, screeching rock rock hoppers along the way. He laid the pebble down for his missus and she slapped the shit out of him. She hated it. Typical. Uh, Immediately getting to the point, he returned for a third pass and now an even more pissed off rock hoppers Back to the ground. This time he was not playing. He spent a good 10 minutes looking for a rock that he liked and boom, there it is. He tried to pick up the pick the rock up and immediately dropped it. He tried again and dropped it. He tried one final time and it was just too big for him to carry. So his response, he threw his head back, flailed his flippers about and <laughs> cried to the sky. I did not see him return home for the rest of my shift. <laughs> wow. Wow. Just like people. Oh man, that's just like you know you, you're um you know you're on your way home and your wife asks you to pick up some milk, and um you know you go to the local store to get some milk and it's being held up and you get beaten up and you you but you save the day and you go home but you forget the milk you tell the wife the story and she's like yeah but where's the milk yeah <laughs> and you back to the store which again is being robbed and you get beaten up even more yeah no, that's just, well come on ladies. I'm going to skip over the next one because it's pretty brutal. <laughs> and I'm going to move down to one called Shell Shy. I keep and study reptiles, and I would say that the weirdest thing I've ever seen was a giant 100-pound alligator snapping turtle that I was studying who was terrified of crawfish. 
it would absolutely destroy anything else in the pond. But it was effing terrified of crawfish. I once saw him bite another turtle in half and then eat it, but he wouldn't go anywhere near a crawfish. It was really weird. That's playing at home. Crawfish is called like a yabby kind of. It's like a little crustacean. Looks like this. Like a cat. Yep. A crawfish looks like a cat. Yep. Okay. I'll um. Bring judging up the your, she's judging you for your poor pick of articles. Murderous pet, murderous animals. Hey, then you should stay in your cozy little home and never leave, because this is the this is the world. This is life. Okay. Bye. <laughs> And I, wow. I did, I did skip over the most brutal one. So, so no, I just read that one. Hence my reaction. <laughs> well, I felt like I needed to give my cat a little bit of a hug. So, this one's for Ryan. Emotional elephants. Now, now, be nice, be brave, be brave, because this is a nice one. Elephants are extremely emotional animals. Another zoo had to close their elephant cage for budgetary reasons, but we had some capacities to fill. Their elephants, their elephants were entering our cage. The foreigners were immediately greeted by our own population, and the happiness in their eyes of the groups was a joy to watch. Like so that really didn't make too much sense. Elephants, yeah, had to get relocated to another zoo. Yeah, they were welcomed warmly yeah. and wholeheartedly by. The new elephants or the old. Okay. Elephants. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, it was a it's a beautiful story, man. Yeah, no, that's that's that is fantastic. I really appreciate that story. Okay. Moving on, taking shots like a man. I used to work in the biblical zoo here in Jerusalem. How legit is is this legit? Yeah. Is there a biblical zoo in Jerusalem? It's probably called the biblical zoo, but it's not okay. a just, just curious, curious. Uh, one summer we had a rhino exhibition, and three rhinos rented to attract customers. Anyway, we were we had to give them uh, one of a certain shot because he wasn't feeling too well. One of them a certain shot. Uh, evidently, the weather in Jerusalem was making him feel sickly. We escorted him into the room where he sat down, at, as in on his ass, <laughs> like humans do, and took the injection like a man. He then proceeded to get back up on all fours and walk out calmly. That image is burned into my memory and I wasn't the only one shocked by it. A friend got a tattoo of it on his leg, actually. Well, there you go. It looks like he's obviously, you know, he, he's used to having shots and knows that he feels yeah. better after having a shot and yeah. goes to sit down. Well, I love rhinos. Like when, when I went to the Monado Zoo in South Australia, yep. um, which is like the largest open plains zoo on um, our hemisphere or something like that. But there was a rhino that like, you know they they had their they do their shows. They go, this is a rhino, and then and then you get to pat the rhino, and it would walk up, walk up to the side, and just go slam. We just slam itself against the against the thing because he knows, oh, this is when everyone pats me. Yeah, like, you know? <laughs> like they know, you know. Well, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, chimps ahoy! A chimpanzee saved a piece of newspaper she'd been given for enrichment until keepers showed up the next day. She climbed up to my eye level, held out an ad for Chips Ahoy cookies, then pointed at me. Chimpanzees <laughs> are very, very, very smart. Yeah. They're pretty much, the, aside from dolphins, they're the smartest animals. Yeah. Well, under, well, I would even say that they're a lot smarter than most of the human race. But I don't know if it was a chimpanzee, but it was definitely some sort of monkey-looking... Because mm-hmm. right, I, I know there's a there's a 
some are called chimpanzees and others called monkeys or I don't, I don't know there's some term but the, the famous one that took a photograph of like took a yeah. selfie yeah. that um and and literally literally smiled at the camera yeah there, there's smart ones i watch enough like videos from the zoos on facebook and instagram they're just insanely intelligent yeah insanely intelligent uh let's move on to number 10 jaws jungle edition um this is from it will make sense later uh, we were transporting a sedated tiger to the veterinary clinic in the back of a van. During the transport, the sedated tiger raised his head, placed his mouth around a keeper's lower leg, and then fell back to sleep. A good solid 20, good solid 20 seconds of did that just fucking happen before the vets pushed another bump of propofol to keep him down until we got him to the an- anesthesia machine. But imagine wow. that. You wake up, the tiger wakes up, and he's like, <laughs> falls asleep again yeah my cats do that sometimes the, the uh with a little annoying terror not the one you just yeah. saw you will literally of a night time she sleeps at my feet she'll bite my toe she must be dreaming or something and fall asleep with one of my toes in her mouth it happens it's cat, mm. must be a cat thing yeah who knows but uh, uh, that would have scared the absolute crap out of me. <laughs> I think there was a lot of panic. And then the poor tiger's just like. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't want to be there. No. Um, number 11, she knows what she's doing. Oh, my. From Savannah, someone. Um, Savannah, uh, Savannah Rain. Savannah Rain. Sounds, Sounds like good. a Toto song. Uh, bless, bless the rains down in Africa. Savannah Rain. That's why there's no vampires in Africa, because the rains are blessed. <laughs> Holy rain, yeah. <laughs> wow, wow. Okay, you know what? I will insert some candle after there. Um, <laughs> I work with exotic animals. Oh, my. We have a marmoset, little monkey, um, that does lots of little oddly human things. But her most recent, most creepy thing is her new method of asking for food. If you've got something and you aren't sharing... She'll sit in the corner of her enclosure, then turn <laughs> over her shoulder and gaze up at you with the big round eyes until you give give in or she gets mad. She looks just like a little girl bribing her father. <laughs> we aren't really sure where she got it from. That's funny. There you go. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, the next one's called It All Goes Down at Night. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, when I was working the long night shift, I once saw a man try to sneak into the gorilla's enclosure with a tube of lube, but security took him out. Wow. Wow. Yeah, gorillas? Tell you, gorillas? I, what? Like gorillas of all animals? I'll tell you this story and then you can tell me if you want me to leave it in, but because this is a true story. There's a okay. guy in Taronga Zoo that had been getting freaky with the primates for... 30 years. Okay. I mean, they are the closest animal to humans, I guess. Curiosity uh, killed the some cat. People, some <laughs> people just need some love, him, I guess. Yeah. No, that's a true story. I wonder if I wonder if monkeys are sensual lovers. <laughs> or is it just rough? <laughs> if there's any zookeepers out there or... Uh, some if you're biologists. a monkey and you've been taken roughly from behind by a zookeeper, <laughs> send us an email. That's... True and the fictional at gmail.com. 
And no, you're not cutting that out. Okay. Um, did you see the thing? Speaking about monkeys, did you see that there was this um, old Ross Noble show. We love Ross Noble, so I mention him as much as I can. Yep. Where people would, where he'd jump on Twitter mm-hmm. and then he'd be like, what do I do? And people yeah. would yeah. hit him up with go here, do this, do that. But he went and visited this zoo in the UK somewhere. Yep. And he wanted to <laughs> do the, um, you know, the story like, if you fill enough, if you get enough monkeys and enough typewriters in one room, they'll, yep. uh, yeah. He tried to do to do that, <laughs> and the best he got was like a like a uh, like a. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how Twilight was written. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, but like, like, there's a video out there of, of him doing it. It's pretty funny, like, because they weren't even interested in the typewriters. <laughs> well, I think like, didn't they do that on The Simpsons as well. They had Mr. Yeah. Burns was like, yeah, that was pretty. But this is Ross Noble actually doing it with actual. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I think you, I think you could only find one or two typewriters, you know. But. Speaking of chimps, Jamie. Well, I, I'm not going to tease them, but uh, don't tease chimps. We had this old female chimp who was always cranky. She was like 60. Mm-hmm. The indoor rooms for the chimps had big windows, maybe five by ten feet, made of bulletproof glass. Yep. Oh, that's right. I, I, I remember reading this one. Uh, Whenever the chimp would get excited or mad, she would, she would run up and kick the window like a street fighter. Um, this one time, a nine-year-old boy was teasing her at, at, the, at the window for uh, quite a while, and she was getting pissed. She kept kicking the window and finally kicked it so hard it broke the whole thing right out. Um, fortunately, she freaked out and hid in the corner rather than escaping. I heard the call on the radio and rushed down to the scene. The windows are expensive and not really available, so facilities just had to put up some plywood in its place for a couple of weeks while the window was on order. Chimpanzee broke down uh, really thick bulletproof glass. What are we going to do to make sure she doesn't get out till the new one comes? Yeah, just put a bit of wood up there. Well, no, no one can tease her through that, so she'll be right. Yeah, true, but like, yeah, like I've, like... I've seen that happen at, um, especially at Sydney Zoo sometimes when the when they've got a younger orangutan. And yep. when she gets rolled up, she literally looks like she's coming through the glass. Yeah. So. And the thing about bulletproof glass is, is, is yeah, they may not break, but they, they sure will pop out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Like, like that famous death, the guy in the skyscraper. He's like, yeah. look, it's bulletproof glass. Gish, gish, and starts jumping against it, and then the whole thing pops out, and he goes, Wee! Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got no one to blame for himself, does he? Yeah. But... Um, I'd like to know what he was thinking on the way down there. Um, oh crap i wish i didn't oh crap i wish i didn't break that ball have you seen have you seen the video of the skydiver that who's filming his skydiving and his parachute didn't open it was filmed the whole thing i did not and he survived oh wow um yeah but he falls down and he's like his chute doesn't open he's like oh crap 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 i'm gonna die see ya (laughs) his last words would have been see ya (laughs) i like that (laughs) Could have, could have said, I love you, mom, love you, dad, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah nobody survived. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I would be like, I wish I wrote that book. Yeah. Cool, cool. Okay, next one's called Petting Zoo Blues. The craziest thing I've seen at work was our male goat mounting a guest. Why am I getting <laughs> this one? Seriously. <laughs> our pet, petting zoo consists of goats, chicken, and a very grumpy pot-bellied pig. The male goat apparently decided that his females were no longer interesting and he picked the teenage boy to climb on. Poor kid got a free membership out of it. 
Uh, right Come back. Here's a free <laughs> membership. Wow, that's not a pedophile move if I've ever seen one before. <laughs> Michael Jackson buying silence. I see how it goes. <laughs> wow. Uh, I told you I don't hold back, Jamie. I say what I feel and I feel what I say. Well, let me tell you about a penguin party then. Let me tell you about a penguin weird. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Going into the penguin display for the first time and being told, just so you're aware, pen- penguins <laughs> have projectile poop would have been good to know before I went in. <laughs> you know what's funny? Wombats have a cubed, cubed shaped poop. Yes, I know. Yeah, I, wombats are one of my favorite animals, and I found that out that they use their butts to fight. So the, the, their back rear bone is the uh, hardest bone in the body. Yeah. So they'll swing around and just like run backwards at you. And they and, have uh, food. And if you hit one with a car, uh, the car gets... Uh, they're probably just going to walk away. Yeah, no, I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about power problems. Okay. A little late, but this is too good. I worked at a zoo with a blue and gold macaw named Gomez. He was two years old, so still really a baby, and he was learning to mimic us. Whenever he was too loud, one of the keepers would tell him to shut up, Gomez. So one day she does this, and we all hear back, shut up. He had learned to tell himself to shut up. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's not as funny as the swearing birds. Um, I love swearing birds. Like in, in the zoo, there's a zoo somewhere or, or a wildlife park yep. where they released um, some... I think they were previously pets or something. Yeah. And they released them in there, and a group of group of them, and they just swear swear their <laughs> you know beaks off, and then the other ones would laugh. So, <laughs> so, so some had, had had learned how to laugh, some had learned how to swear, and they always <laughs> and they were like swearing at the guests. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, Absolutely love it. Let me tell you about crustacean salvation. Tell me about crustacean salvation. Salvation. Aquarist here. Aquarist here. What's- Okay. Aquarius here. A woman used to frequently bring in live lobsters she had bought from the grocery store and expected us to take care of them. (laughs) We thought she was rescuing them. When we finally tried to explain that the store would just replace them with more lobsters, she got angry and stopped coming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we all know someone like that. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you about presenting Gorilla Toss. This doesn't sound too good. Uh, this is from Pizza Jesus. Uh, we, have, uh, we, we have this gorilla at the zoo that I work with named Casey, and he can get very, very angry. You won't like him when he's angry. He's very notorious for it, and he's rather large silverback gorilla. People are sick fucking assholes, constantly tormenting him, slapping their chest and shit. So Casey sometimes throws shit at people. And who do the people go to complain to? Us. Yeah. I would is, too. If someone was constantly being mean at me and I was in an enclosure, I'd take a, take a dump and throw it back at him. The better story is the, the, the old granny sitting in a, in a, um, at the zoo. There was like in, in the, the bleachers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the monkey just flung poop from, you know, 10 metres away and it just went up and dangled off her nose. You know, it's just, in their nature. It is in monkey nature to throw poo. Yep. All right, let me tell you about sleepy feeding. I fed one of those sloths while volunteering behind the scenes at a zoo for a service organization, and it fell asleep halfway through chewing a pear slice. Then well, if anyone was going to do it, it would be a sloth. Yeah. And then I woke up a mat later and finished it. I mean, yeah. I, well, 
I once I once actually remember working like a 15 hour shift getting home and I was too tired to eat I was hungry but I was too tired to so I understand you Mr. Sloth you just want to go to bed and you just go I'll eat in the morning yeah but you know I was hungry <laughs> <laughs> so if you have a, had a funny zoo encounter send us an email at true at the fictional at gmail.com yes and we will read it out live on air if you are a zookeeper we'd love to have you on sure I'm just think I'm just saying I, I, I've been to a few zoos and I uh, quite if like you're a masturbating uh, chimpanzee. We don't want to have you on, so don't send us an email <laughs> until, until you have finished the complete works of Shakespeare. Yes, exactly. Then we'll talk about you coming on. Then we'll have a conversation. Yeah. Um. <laughs> now, Ryan. Yes, I believe you have some recommendations for us. No. Okay. Well, I have some recommendations. No, no, I have recommendations. I'm trying to steal my thunder. <laughs> I have two recommendations for you people. The first one is a movie called The Batman. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, just a little movie. It's called The Batman. Uh, check it out. Robert Pattinson. Great Batman. Uh, my guy, Crow, I, would, I said I would see the movie. I've seen it twice now. Uh, fantastic Batman. My piece of advice was it's a long movie, so don't see it at night if possible. <laughs> yeah. I did fall asleep during my second viewing, and it's not because of the movie. It was because it was about 11.30 at night. So, <laughs> um, yes, yeah. please. But check it out. It's in cinemas yeah. now, America, wherever the world you Never are, did. it's in cinemas. Um, check it out. Really, 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 really good and movie. And what I liked is that it was different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Was different. It, it was wasn't, actually about Superman. It wasn't the same formula. No, you know, instead of Clark, instead of Batman, it was Superman, Clark Kent. So there you go. Spoiler alert. Oh, okay. I must have missed that. I'm joking. Okay. By my tone. Okay. My second recommendation mm-hmm. for all you PS5 owners. Oh. Game. Sorry, Jamie. Can I help you? Oh, no, this is, it's just like, you know, there's a little, probably a lot of Xbox listeners out there and, you know, they may feel neglected. I like know. Xbox. I have both, but this game is PS5 exclusive. Oh, okay, cool. What is so it? No one in Xbox can, can buy it. Let me guess, Final Fantasy? Yes, it is. Final Fantasy, Stranger, Stranger Impact. Actually, you know what? I don't think it's... I think it is available on Xbox as well, to be honest with you. Check it out. I'm not 100% sure. I've, I've been hitting the head a lot. Um Great game, Stranger in Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins, chaos, chaos, chaos is all what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I've played it for about three and a half hours. Um, so far, so good. Really good game mechanics. Not turn-based, but the the job system is fantastic. You can go through, you know, your normal jobs in Final Fantasy, like Swordsman, yep. all that kind of thing. Uh, the story is so far. Mm, not bad. Very linear. It's not, not an open world game. So you do follow the, the linear story. Uh, but very good. It's out and it came out yesterday on PS5, I know, because I bought it. Uh, but may be available on Xbox as well. Hmm. So check it out. So The Batman and Stranger in Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. Great movie. Great game. We haven't played it. So if you're not, you know, trust me, I know it's great. 
It's good. No, it's a good game. It's different. Um, you know, as I said, I'm really, I really dig the mechanics. You can control your other party members or not, or you can just do what I do and just take all the glory and just do it on myself. Top notch. Yeah. You know what it's time for? Do you know what it's time for? It's Jamie's emails about Viagra and women. Viagra and women. Okay. Um, well, generally, spam emails are like women wanting to seduce you, people wanting to give you money, and people want to sell well, Viagra. Actually, it's pretty funny. We got a few spam messages on our Instagram. Yeah. Oh, oh Warren E. Buffett. No, 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 no. This is this is different. Okay. Mess, the message was like, "Hi, I'm a representative of some jewelry company or whatever," and he's like, "We think you would be perfect to, you know, fashion our whatever." And it's all okay. ladies, you know, um, mm-hmm. jewelry and clothing. And Clearly, he's seen me naked, so he knows I can advertise. Yeah, but the picture, the profile pictures of, of the dudes mm-hmm. are the probably the most American-looking dudes you've ever seen in your life. No, yep. n- no offense to you, American. <laughs> um, yep. But you know, like, looked nothing like fashion consultants. Okay. And they only had like three followers. Nothing sus about that at all. Nothing sus about that at all. But we're not here to talk about Instagram. We're here to talk about the spam folder of stories, the true and the fictional, sponsored by Warren E. Buffett. Email.com. Yes. Well, hello, dear friend. This is Urgent, please. Oh, my God. I am Kelvin. Kelvin. And I am was in capitals. It's like, I am Kelvin. But he yelled, I am Kelvin. I am Kelvin Neal, <laughs> and I work with, and I work with United Bank of Africa. Did he yell again? Yeah. Please, can you use ATM Visa card to withdraw <laughs> money at ATM cash machine? You know, ATM is supposed to be in capitals. Just saying. Yeah, I know, but you know, I'm just going. I'm just going with it. <laughs> um, can you? Yeah. Cash machine in your country. I want to transfer money to you from my country. It's yep. part of my. Part of money taken by some old politician that was forced ah, out of yeah. power. Yeah, um, yeah. I will change the account details to yours oh, and apply okay. for a visa card with oh. your details in our bank. Oh. They will send the visa card to you and you will be withdrawing money with it and always send my own percentage of the money. Mm. And the money we are t- taking is about $10, oh, $10.5 million. Whatever amount you withdraw daily, you will send 60% to me and you will take 40%. Oh, that's a bit dodgy. The Visa card and the bank account will be in your name. Mm. I will be awaiting for your information as soon as possible. So technically, and I used to work for a bank, if the account and Visa card is in your name, to use at the ATM, um, (laughs) they have no claim to the money. So 100% yeah. of that money is yours and you can get 0% back to yeah. United Bank of Africa. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it's funny. It's just like, please, this is urgent. I need to give you money. Are you just like, like, there's no, I'm not dying. There's no help me. <laughs> I surgery, I, surgery in China. Yeah, it's, it's just like, help. I need to give you money. <laughs> help. <laughs> it's a matter of life and death. I, I've got too much money. It's like, you remember those ads you used to see when we were younger? Due to a shipping error, I've got 75,000 extra PlayStation that I need yeah. to sell. 
Bob Bob's gone mental and he's he's ordered 27 million Super Nintendo. Well, yeah. Bob should be out of a freaking job. <laughs> and why is he still working if he's gone mental? Yeah. And he clearly can't be trusted with the stock inventory job. That's what it sounds like. It's like, I've got yeah. too much money. <laughs> I need to give you some now. Yeah, that's just random. Hey, did you reply? Yeah, I did. Oh, what did you say? I said, Kelvin. Kelvin Neal. Did you capitalize it? I or? am, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Your offer sounds very interesting. Please send... Oh, noises! Please send $5 million. <laughs> No, he said ten point five million. No, I no, I said please send me five million dollars as an investment, and then I will. Yeah. Hold on, I'm in the email folder now. What he's replied? Has he he said, "Jamie, Jamie, <laughs> thank you for your email. <laughs> I'm sending you two dollars fifty from the from the United Bank of Africa." <laughs> there you go. So it works, ladies and gentlemen. We've gone from $10.5 million to $2.50. See? Pays off sometimes. So, yeah, look, look if, you, if you guys have spam, funny spam emails, yep. I'm happy to read them out. We don't even want you to send us stories anymore. We just want to hear your Warren E. Buffett spam emails. Yeah, look, look I, I know at the beginning, if you're listening to this on the podcast, at the very beginning, we'll be like, hey, we want you to send us some stories because we want you to get involved. Mm-hmm. Now we don't care. It's not about you. It's about us. It's about our spam. We are all for spam. You know, one day we're going to be famous and we're going to meet Warren E. Buffett. And we're going to say, Warren, how was your surgery in China? And he's going to go, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> and then we're going to get some closure on that goddamn first email we read. <laughs> yeah. I'm staying awake at night. Yeah. I wake up hot and sweaty going, Warren E. Buffett. <laughs> well, it, I'm wondering okay. if, it, if, if you've watched our intro on YouTube, he's, he's there. You know what we've got to do? What? We've got to get all these spam emails, print them out and publish them in a book, as a book. Well, so what are we going to do first? Do you... Spam emails. <laughs> do you want to do your book, The Shopping List, first? I look, I'm busy. Okay. okay. I have a highly successful YouTube wrestling show now. <laughs> You've done one episode, mate. Calm down. Uh, look, I will publish it. Later this year, I just need the quotes for the back. Well, you do know you got to work on the beginning, the middle, before you do the quotes. Beginning, bread, middle, eggs, <laughs> end, ham. It's easy. It's easy. But I'm waiting on Owen Wilson to come back to me. Oh, wow. He's sending me real money gold-making opportunities via email, but I'm writing for him <laughs> asking for a blurb, and he's just trying to get me to take some money from his dead grandmother in Nigeria. All right, you know what? what? You know what? what? I'm going to take this to a poll. If you, listeners, no if days. you want us to publish a book on our spam emails, or if you want to pub, um, Ryan has published his book, The Shopping List, yeah. let us know which one you want in the comments below on the YouTube, or send an I, email to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. I, I love your optimism, Jamie, that you think people actually watch this show. Um, so... Yeah, if you do watch this show, prove me wrong. Comment below. And if you do, I'll be pleasantly surprised. (laughs) Just because people don't talk doesn't mean they don't listen. I love Willie. 
You do. I should, I should, I should, uh, <laughs> I should make another snippet of, of Chris talking about the Last Jedi, and then he'll use that. What a what a fantastic first ten minutes of that movie. The rest of it I use as toilet paper. You know anyway. what? The Last Jedi equals poverty. <laughs> last Jedi. The reason Vladimir Putin is invading the Ukraine is because of the Last Jedi. He, <laughs> Vladimir Putin reached out to Rian L. Johnson and said, "If you do not make this move, if you make this movie, <laughs> Last Jedi, I will in many years later invade the Ukraine." And Ryan L. Johnson said, "I'm going to subvert your expectations and make the fucking movie." So therefore, Willie, Putin invaded the Ukraine because of the last Jedi. Wow. Sweet dreams. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You're dropping your mic? I won't drop it because it's expensive, but <laughs> all right. Um any last thoughts? I love Willie. Yeah. Okay. Um, United States Bank of Africa. <laughs> Watch the Batman. Vote on our poll and prove to me that we have listeners. Yes. And, uh, and Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine because of the Last Jedi. Okay. Well, there you have it, folks. Um, thanks for. I work for CNN, so everything that comes out of my mouth is true. Interesting. Mm. And the project, too. <laughs> well, the project is owned by CNN, so... There you go. You know what? I wish there was little lines that went down the bottom of our video that had the news headlines. I, I might be able to do that. Just constantly? Because we all know the news on... Oh, this is getting very political. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> I've, I've worked too many hours this week, <laughs> but not enough sleep. And uh, look, in all fun, thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, hit us up in the comments. Would you like what you'd like more of if you want us to publish a book on the spam emails, which I think is a brilliant idea. And I'm trademarking that right now. Um, thank you for watching. Thank you. Good night. Like, subscribe, share. You know the deal. And we will catch Buy us you. Buy coffee too. We haven't mentioned that for a while. Oh, yeah. See that thing right there? Buy me coffee. That's Jamie's penis. What is it up there? Oh, yeah, that's pretty gullible. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, look, it's been this this episode has been a rude episode anyway. So, like, we might. Yeah, as well. we'll just go all in. Yeah, but, um, just letting you know, we have a few interviews mm. coming up. We, are, yeah. we had a chat with an interesting lady from uh, Portland, Oregon, who yep. um, has been married seven times. And is a huge, and I mean huge, believer in the uh, the. Well, she, she she takes part in international conventions all over the world. So of yeah, you were very good extraterrestrials. It was very yeah. fascinating. Um, we we try to be open minded here. Um, yeah. And um, no matter who you are, no matter what you believe, we we respect everyone's beliefs. And we'll have you on to have a chat about that because we want to give people the opportunity to push their as long as it's within reason you know what i mean yeah. like if you're coming on saying hey i support the deaths of tiny babies we're not going to have you on yeah yeah um, within reason if you support ryan johnson it's a bit iffy but uh yeah <laughs> but you don't like uh, oh look you know what i tell 
I actually watched Knives Out. It's not a bad movie. Look, no, look, I loved Looper. He did Looper too, which was I a good loved, movie. I loved Looper. I just want to know when he had his mental breakdown and decided that he could write a Star Wars movie. Well, I think it's because they approached because he did a lot of successful films. Yeah. And I, I, I still stand by that he is a good filmmaker. He's not a good Star Wars filmmaker. Yeah, no, but I look, it's not even it's a bad movie. I just don't know how the hell he fucked it up so badly. Yeah. Like, I, w- I Look, I'd be really interested to know, and I'd be open to hear how much actual creative control he had, because we don't know. Yeah. Someone else could have said, no, this is the movie you need to make. And he's like, you know that Fantastic Four movie by Josh Trank? Yeah. He did Chronicle, which was an amazing movie. Oh, yeah. And he then he went to do his Fantastic Four movie, and then they said, nah, you need to redo the whole thing. It's not good enough. And then we got that piece of shit that we got. Yeah. And he said, look, I just went as bad as possible because this I know that, you know, the Fantastic Four movie that everyone would want to see, I made. And yeah. no one would and they wouldn't let me, you know, make it. Yeah. I think I think Star Wars' downfall was the fact that they had you had multiple directors not talking to each other. Yeah. Ryan yeah, Johnson exactly. Ryan Johnson had written The Last Jedi before he even saw Force Awakens. You know? And look, I think they needed to, J.J. Abrams needed to do the whole three. Yep. Not because Ryan Johnson's bad, it's just that it needs to be a singular vision. Yep. And then, or, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. anyway, that's that's my legit opinion. Anyway, let's uh, wrap it up there and yep. uh, catch you guys next time for episode 52. And uh, yeah, Joe Weaver's episode's out now. He was a great guy. Um getting a lot of views on our youtube from him so or for him um check it out and we'll catch you next time see you next time